Welcome to the Horror and Hops podcast, a podcast about horror movies and great beer. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to the Horror and Hops podcast, episode two. My name is Kevin Lambert, sitting here with Kevin Johnson, Ryan Bork, and Caleb Monroe. Hello, guys. Hello. Hey. Hey. We're here at episode two, sitting off mic, big producer man, Thunder John. Hello, Thunder, way over there. Thanks for being here. We're very excited to be doing episode two. We're here. Uh, if you have listened to the podcast before, you know what it's about. If you haven't, uh, we're four friends, three of us enjoy horror movies, one of us is scared of them. If you can guess who, it's Miss Monroe to the kids. It is, it is. So, glad you're back for this, Caleb. Thanks for coming back for another one. Well, again, those of you, if you're just tuning in for the first time, they're trying to convince me that horror movies are entertaining and i know i'm only one in but i'm not a believer and i don't believe i'm ever going to be we'll see we will we'll see but we do want to give a big thanks to everybody who listened and downloaded the first episode and the introduction episode before that thank you very much we had a lot of good positive feedback that was a lot of fun we are now on itunes and google play that's the easiest place to find us we still have soundcloud podbean and we'll be looking into the other platforms as they come along. But the big ones for sure is iTunes and Google Play. So make sure you check them out and subscribe. Leave a review. Leave a rating. The better the review, the better the rating, the better we will get discovered and people will hear about us. So we appreciate any reviews and kind words. Now today's beer of the day, beer of the night, whatever we're doing here, would be from Crying Eagle again. Thanks, Crying Eagle. Today we are drinking Hop-Blooded. And I think Kevin's got some information on our hot-blooded beer. Yeah, hot-blooded is Crying Eagles IPA. It was a collaboration brew with some members of the rock band Foreigner. Ryan, me and you were there that day. They yes. were there. Yeah. Met Foreigner. Yep, yep. So it's a very hot-forward brew. Playing um, off of the name Hot-Blooded. Really? One of their songs. <laughs> That's where it came it's from. So witty, those Crying Eagle people. Man. So it's a real hop forward brew. Uh, it showcases a blend of American hops. You know, Crying Eagle actually grows their own hops yep. on property. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, has citrus and tropical fruit flavors with subtle nuances of peach, plum, and tea. And I know it is one of Mr. Lambert's favorite beers right now. Probably, yeah. Probably my favorite. He drinks it a lot. I drink it a lot, and I'll drink a lot of them. And so, whatever, I don't know, at the brewery, at the tap house, they'll have the percentage of the beer on the board. It is 6.5 APV. That's a lie. Yeah, not I true. agree. It's a not lie. true. Probably closer to 8%. I mean, I love them for it. I'm not mad yes. at Crying Eagle for, about It'll it. It'll get you. But I have three of these, and I'm slurring and having a good time. So I do love the hot blood very much. I'm glad we're drinking it. Thank you, Crying Eagle. Yes. Make sure to visit the tap house Monday through Saturday. I think they open around 11. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. But go check them out. They're great. They're a great place. Now, we're viewing the movie Pet Cemetery today. And on our very first episodes, the introduction, we talked about the first movies we remember watching horror movies. And Caleb has segments of watching Pet Cemetery on TV. Very few segments. And so that triggered episode two. We're going to be watching Pet Cemetery today. It's a really fun movie. Let's see some details on it. Released 1989, directed by Mary Lambert. No relation to Kevin Lambert. (laughs) And screenplay is one of my favorite things. Written by Stephen King himself. When uh, they were trying to buy the rights to the movie from him, he had said the one stipulation, two stipulations. He wanted to do the screenplay, and it had to be filmed in Maine. And we'll get more of this after the movie. But it was one of the first movies filmed in Maine. And now they do them all the time. Because if you're a Stephen King fan, most of his books are set. Everything in takes Maine. place in Maine. So they were really happy to have it there. I think it paid off great. You'll be able to see it while we watch the movie. But before we get into it, what we'd like to do is talk about the first time we remember seeing this movie. Ryan, do you remember the first time you saw Pet Cemetery? Uh, had to be early junior high because I do remember this. Um, uh, I saw Pet Cemetery 2 first. Those sequels. You were sequels, man. Uh, and I know it should have never been made, but I was a fan of it when I was a kid, so I still like it. And the reason why I liked it so much, I, I thought the, the kid in it from Terminator 2 was cool. Yeah, he was really and, cool. Uh, and I just, I just liked the movie Gus in it. it was, 
uh, funny. Just watch it for Gus. I think that was his name. <laughs> the cop stepdad. And uh, I've never so anyways, seen it, so I'll watch it for yeah, Gus. Yeah, yeah. Watch it. It's funny. And um, this one's for you, Gus. So <laughs> yeah, that that uh, made me, uh, me and my buddies uh, want to watch the first one. So uh, first time I watched it, it was probably sixth grade, um, and have loved it ever since. You remember your reaction in sixth grade? Uh, just what's the sister's name again? When she Zelda, Zelda, yeah, Zelda. that that scared mm-hmm. the living mess out of me. And um, yeah, Caleb also like when a uh, Gage uh, cuts the dude's ankle. Yes. Crazy. Uh, That's the, the cat's freaking scary. Church. Mm-hmm. That is his name. Church. Church. Yeah. Yep. Church. Yeah. And I haven't. I haven't. It's probably been probably about five years since I've seen it. So today will be the first time watching it. Probably in five years. Awesome. Forward to that. I, I'm about the same. I haven't seen it in about five years. I probably watched it late junior high, early high school, and uh, that was really creepy. Um, Made me want to read the book. Didn't read the book till quite a few years later, but really creepy. I remember watching at a buddy's house, and he had a cat, and we threw the cat outside. That <laughs> night. <laughs> His name was Socks. Socks is sleeping outside and not doing anything with that damn cat. Yeah, the cat's the, the big part of that. Yeah. What about you, Kev? When's the first time you seen first that? time I saw this? I think I was in sixth grade as well. Uh, it was on TNT, and I remember it was the first book by Stephen King that I read. Um, got it at a book fair along with some X Files books, and was really pumped about it. Read it. I don't. I don't even know if I finished it. A messed up book to get at a school book fair. Yeah, <laughs> my <laughs> God. We had all of them, and it was in the thing, and it was like they had them all sitting there. And I was like, oh, which one do I read? And based on the cover, that's they what fool I was you like, with a picture of a cat. Yeah, a scary cat. I was like, oh, this doesn't seem so bad. And even I think the librarian had never read it because she says this one's not as scary as his other ones <laughs> i don't know if she ever read the book we'll, because, we'll talk about that after the movie yeah because i remember it scaring me a lot and then the movie was on tv and me and my dad actually sat down and watched it and i was fine with it i was enjoying it and we'll talk about it again afterwards but it was the zelda parts that i'd walked out of the room couldn't watch it so yeah until up until this week this past week when i rewatched it to do the research for this episode I never, I've never seen the ending, so I just saw the ending. Um, it's and it's a great movie, but it was that part that I was talking about still got me. I was in this room watching it on my iPad and paused my iPad and took a minute to breathe and get back into it. I just thought of this, and I just want us to see um, another one of those things. Uh, see if we all catch it. There's a scene in it. It's not scary. It's uh, kind of hilarious. And me and my friend, first time we ever watched it, we kept rewinding it and rewinding it and laughing our asses off. So let's see if we all, yeah, let's see if we all catch it. Very good. Well, if we're ready, Caleb, I know you saw this on Sci-Fi. Yeah, I mean, like you know, thirty seconds worth, (laughs) maybe maybe a minute tops. So, what's the scene that you saw on Sci-Fi? Remind everybody. Uh, by the way, sorry for my voice. I'm working through some stuff. Um, it's so the, the fall. It's yeah, all of us. Yeah, I know. Um, so the scene where the the little—I mean, I know the basic plot of the movie, um, but the scene of the, the possessed little boy, uh, the shot where he's hiding under the bed and I, he's holding a knife, and the grandfather—I couldn't remember if it was grandfather, grandmother, but grandfather—and I immediately reached for the remote and changed the channel very quickly. Um, and then I also I. I saw the scene leading up to, if you've never seen the movie, sorry, um, no spoiler here, but something happens to the main character, little boy. And like, I could see what was coming up and I immediately tossed the remote and changed the channel again. So I've, I've seen, those are like the couple scenes I've seen and that scared the bejesus out of me. So I, and though I, from what I know, those aren't probably not even the scariest part. Yeah, so we're, it's, we're you having a good time today. Yeah, you I haven't know. seen Zelda and I can't wait no. to see what yeah. your reaction is. There's a lot of stuff yeah. incorrect with what you said. So oh, it's good. Be, yeah, yeah, it really is. is. Yeah. It really I'm is. glad. It's oh, good. Great can't wait this. to be enlightened. Yeah, people listening right now be like, wait, that's not that. We'll get Grandpa. to that. We'll like I said, I watched the kid's not possessed either. He's not possessed. Well, I know he's not possessed, but. Oh, this is going to be fun. You don't. Great movie. Right. Pet Cemetery, 1989. Y'all ready to watch it? Yes. So if you're is, watching along, I believe it is free to stream if you're an Amazon Prime member. It yes. is on Amazon Prime. That's how we'll be watching it. Um, we're excited. So push play. 
Oh, let me add this too. We added a little nugget in the last episode that was really fun. Thunder in post production. So what yeah. you'll be hearing now is little clips of uh, Caleb there in the movie. You're welcome. It's really funny. It's all real, by the way. <laughs> all real. And uh, we'll continue here. So thanks for listening and enjoy Pet Cemetery. Why am I scared by the cars? Ah. <laughs> ah. Shit. Oh, no, there's a bed or a couch. Oh, shit. I'm going to hit my son tonight. I want you all to know. I'm going to punch my son in the face. That was it, people. That was the moment. Oh, God. Welcome back to the Horror and Hops podcast. We just watched Pet Cemetery. I uh, hope you enjoyed that little clip of uh, Caleb suffering through the movie. It was very fun. That was the third time I've watched it in the past week, getting ready for this, and I can say it's it's gone up there. When I say top favorite movies, I mean there's like fifty. <laughs> uh, it's in my top fifty for sure. Nice. Um, what everybody think of it? Well, it doesn't surpass the sequel, but. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was the first time you, you saw the sequel first, so nothing will ever. It's like Free Willy right, Two, yeah. you know. <laughs> Free Willy Two is the best one out of the trilogy. All right, there's four of them, but four? that's out of the four. Four Free Willies. They put Steve Irwin's daughter in one. Yeah, oh, that's just I never saw it, but bad taste. You can't can't do it. Anyways, we're getting off topic already. What else? Is <laughs> the hot blooded is kicking in. Mm, we yum. had a couple during the movie. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Caleb was really squirmy in this one. Yeah. I would say he was more squirmy in this one than he was during The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. I was. No, no doubt. My, my little throw pillow. Your little throw pillow is a little misshapen right now. <laughs> it was, uh, he's so my best friend. I was a little leery about it, but I, I'd say good choice. Yeah, glad, it was a great uh, movie. Glad we revisited your... Great is not the word I would use. <laughs> not great. Glad we revisited the movie uh, that that you saw just scenes of when you were yeah. a kid that turned I, you now, on to the whole... I remember the scenes better now. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Well, let's start it off right away. Caleb, give us your little uh, a play-by-play summary of what you went through with that movie. All right. So, um, again, sorry for the, the voice. I'll work through the coughing and gunk. Um, so, again, if the, the first half, right, I mentioned the things I remembered, and now I... Excuse me. We should say, like we did in the last episode, spoilers abound. Hopefully, oh, you yes. just watched the movie with us and enjoyed it, but if you haven't seen it... Spoilers. Oh, definitely. Full spoilers, spoilers ahead. Full. We're not holding back here, but no. Caleb, continue. All right. So, so like I said, uh, first off, I realized that wasn't the kid's grandfather. <laughs> if you heard the first part, okay. I was right about the Achilles. I, I do remember that, but uh, it wasn't his grandfather. I was it was Herman Monster. Yes, Herman <laughs> Monster. Right? Monster. 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 Yeah. So <laughs> not, Her- not Herman Monster. Well, I say horror and y'all say horror. So fuck y'all. <laughs> you say potato and I say potato. <laughs> There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. All right. First so, F word. <laughs> brought to you by Ryan Bork. Thank you. All yes. right. So, um, <laughs> yes. Okay. So, Herman Munster. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way with, because as soon as I heard Judd talk, I immediately was like, I know that voice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who? And then uh, Ryan, I think, was the first one to bring it up. And I was like, it is Herman Munster. So, so yes, the entire movie, I could not stop seeing his the bolts in his neck and him walking around all stiff like, you know, Frankenstein's monster. So uh, so that was that was entertaining. He's awesome, though. He's my favorite He was. He was good. I love the way he talked. He was good. Yeah. Like, yes, his, his, the way he talked was great. Carried but, around um, a six-pack of he the whole did. movie. And he yep. drank like two the entire movie. <laughs> Horror and hops. And like nine Horror different. Horror man. It was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. So, um... So I'm reading off my notes, by the way. Um, okay, so the first thing that got me was the the constant truck noise. So again, yes. if you've never seen the movie, and I, I I did know the big like the big thing was the, the I knew their son died, and I knew he was hit by a truck because I, I like I said I now again to clarify I was wrong. I did not see the original scene where he got run over. Um, the, I only saw the intro where I didn't realize where in the movie it was at the time because they didn't have the the cool direct TV you know, guide thing. So I didn't know where I was in the movie. I just knew it was Pet Cemetery, And it turns out it was like the first scene of the movie when when he's running toward... I thought... Yeah, so I, so I thought I saw him get killed. I didn't. Um, but yeah, so this is constant truck noise over and over again. And there are multiple times where I jumped just from the truck noise driving by. Yeah, the setting is... The, the terrible. There's a small road yes. out in this country in Maine. And they move into the Creed family moves into this house, and this road is a logging road. And so every 15, 20 minutes, there's a huge semi truck. They speed a lot. Yeah, they don't Not slow safe. down. 
not safe. There should be I'm that from, should be a I'm speeding from Ragley, trap. <laughs> and we don't speed out there. Yeah, you're safe. Well, they do speed. Well, yeah, I was about to say the Lamberts don't speed. The, the Lamberts, Lamberts may not speed. Mary Lambert when she drives out there, she don't. She ain't speeding. Cross Mary. Mary, no no relation. <laughs> so, so yeah so so the truck noise so that was a constant theme obviously you know stephen king had a handle in writing it um Inter- interesting note about stephen king writing that go for it so stephen king wrote this book back in 1978 even though it wasn't released until 83 and he had written it after they moved he had taken a job and they had moved to the country and uh right outside of a town called orrington so that's where you get the truck name. If you noticed, it was Orenko. Yes. The whole time. Okay, I did notice that. So a lot of this book was from his real life experience. There was a neighbor across the street who warned him about the trucks coming through all the time. That's really cool. Said you need to watch your pets, watch your kids. That line, the road has used up a lot of animals, was something that his neighbor told him. Uh, there really was a pet cemetery behind their house. It was where kids had buried their pets that got hit by the trucks. And the sign, Pet Cemetery, what like they used was misspelled because that's how it was behind this house. Yeah, I watched this I watched the documentary on the making of the movie. I think the documentary it's it's really for any fans of the movie, and I think I recommend to all three of you too. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh Untold and Unearth or Unearth and Untold. Hot blooded. Hot blooded. <laughs> Cheers. Unearth and untold, as I believe it, or it's vice versa. But uh, it's about an hour and a half. It's really, really good documentary. Uh, but they talk about the, they interview the woman who built the pet cemetery when she was a child, and the, you know they're putting it together. And they had a guy named Jacob or Justin something. He was the town Oops. artist. It says a lot for him in this small little town, I guess. Yeah. But they asked him if he could build a sign for the cemetery. And he showed up with that sign, spelt that way. Gosh. And they were just like, well, we'll just leave it. You know, he's a good <laughs> artist, but maybe not a good speller. So that is the the spelling behind. Because I remember the first time I saw the movie, I was just like, why would they? Even, even the title of the book, too, is yeah. spelt that way. And it always confused me. as like, why would they? Why is it spelt why, that way? Yeah. But now we know it's because of... Jacob, Justin, whoever. Whatever his name is. Terrible. <laughs> Great painter, not a smart guy. No, not at all. And then the other things were, at that time, Stephen King, I think, had two kids. And they were around Ellie and Gage's age. And his daughter's cat died. And if you watch the beginning of the movie and you read the beginning of the book, one of the um, tombstones in the Pet cemetery said... Stucky or Smucky. Smucky. Smucky the cat. He was obedient. Yeah. That was his daughter's cat. And that's what they wrote on his Mm -hmm. tombstone when they buried him in the pet cemetery behind their house. And then his son almost got hit by a truck. (laughs) Of course. So a lot of from this book comes from his personal experiences. Stephen King said whenever he grabbed his son from the road, because it was one of those things, it was like the beginning when Judd grabs his kid out of the out of the street. Stephen King said it was the same kind of thing, but he had like it's one of the you know, when you go through a traumatic thing like a near death, very scary moment, your brain processes a lot at one time and then you go back and think about it. And he said basically the pet cemetery was written right in that moment. Yeah. Like he picked up his kid, realized what happened, and had the story in his mind. Really cool. What happened next, Caleb? All right. So um so it's kind of a lull in the movie. This is another one of those slow burners like we talked about in the last podcast, um, which is worse for me. I, I'm not that I'm going to ever love a scary movie, but there's a part of me that just wanted something to jump out in the very beginning so that I could just get that over with, know what was about to happen. For a slow burner, you were so... Shut up. Wussy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but yeah, so a lot goes by. You find out the dad is a uh, he's a doctor who's now a teacher. Although, which was really weird because okay, can we? He's not a teacher. He's a, he's the doctor. They on never mentioned if it's a medical college or not. Or okay, wait, okay. He's the, he's the doctor, doctor on campus. campus. The doctor. Oh, what the hell? Who has a doctor <laughs> on campus? And what? Okay, Glasgow. Well, no, pa- Pas- Pascal. Pascal. I typed yeah. that wrong. Pascal. Sorry. Pascal. Let me call him Glass. I His Gasglow on my notes. Whatever. Pascal. Whatever the hell's name is. So okay, he. First off, they never explain what happened to him. It looks like he got hit by a car. He was jogging. Was, oh, he was jogging. Hit. Yeah, when they all those, car and all those students, he was jogging. Jogging. Soft J. Milk was a bad choice. 
That's Whenever. right. <laughs> yeah, when they're all those students are carrying him, it's chaotic. But they're yeah. yelling, "He was jogging. He no. was hit by a bus." Explains the shorts. They were tiny. the shorts and the half his skull missing. So, <laughs> so he in the book, he was jogging, hit by a truck, and thrown into a tree. Oh, that's what busted open his head. Good he lord. Freeze. So okay, so so I'm glad we got that out of the way. So Pascal, um, lots of things about him, which I'll mention later. But but again, like in the, going through the story, so he gets hit while jogging, and he just you know he has this weird moment. Like obviously you could tell because he's laying on the 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 gurney, he's about to die, and then he has that moment where he like locks eyes with the doctor and. I heard him say a few different words, you know, but basically the soil is sour and the, the man's heart is stonier, which you'd heard already. Uh, or wait, no, had you heard that already? He was like that the, was the first the, time. He was the first oh, okay, sorry. That yeah. was the first time you heard it. Sorry. And then Judd says it later. Um, but yeah, so it was one of those things where I, I honestly thought that was the end of him. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Foreshadowing. Something's coming. But no, this dude just pops back up over and over. Okay. And can we also talk about how... I don't understand why he would like fade in and fade out, yet no one could see him. I mean, he just would like fade out, like, I'm gone. No one could see you in the first place. The only one who could see him was Lewis the first time. He oh, no, no. What about him? his freaking daughter? Come, okay, I'm going to jump to his daughter, for Ellie, right? I think the daughter oh, yeah. could see him. Yeah. yeah, in the book, did she have more yeah. of a. Uh... No. Really? No. I mean, <laughs> she said she, in the book, she had said that she had a dream about church being hit by a truck, and but. It was not premonition like, Man, like yeah, in the movie. Yeah, in, in the it movie, was she's spot on in the yeah, movie. She's yeah, she's like possessed in the movie, I'm pretty sure, because she keeps talking to Pascal, Glasgow, whatever his name is, and she like knows everything that's happening. Like I feel like she's touched. Like a sounds weird, you know, but I feel like she she can communicate. Touched by a ghost? <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> or oh, remember how I said Pascal was an angel? Yeah, touched, touched by, by an angel. angel. Can we by say an that? Angel. Oh, We're saying it. My mom's favorite show when I grew. I watched a lot of that. That's my favorite show. Never heard Dr. of Doctor Quinn. Man, You've never heard of it? Oh, Medicine Woman. Mm. And, and uh, Wedding Crashers. Boy, I've heard <laughs> of Seventh Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of kitty cats, yeah, yeah, there back we go. on point. You're welcome, you're welcome audience. Isn't that like incubus? What a succubus? <laughs> succubus. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. That's what that is, right? It's Speaking of kitty cats, when you're touched by an angel, <laughs> no, it's not what that is, dummy. No, right. <laughs> we'll pretend Ryan didn't say that. <laughs> so back to the cat. So, so yeah. So anyway, so the cat dies. We we'll jump. We'll jump some because the rest of the. Story is kind of boring. Jump around. So the, the cat gets run over, presumably. Somehow crawls itself into Judge Yard. I thought that was weird too. <laughs> I don't think I got a dead cat in my yard. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just run over and it got thrown into his yard and stood there long enough to get stuck to the grass. He did, yeah. So he was, yeah, yeah, said the, he was the like, rip, the rip yeah, that like was a piece weird. of tape. Yeah. Tiki tape. Tiki tape. Tiki tape. So what did he say too? He's like, anything that doesn't melt the frost after you're gone is dead. <laughs> I loved Good. his. He, he wasn't that southern. That's my. He wasn't, accent. but it was okay. Kind of like Forrest Gump. So yeah. So so, <laughs> so so the cat's dead, and for some reason Judd decides. All right, I got this idea. We're gonna and he so he leads him again. If you've never watched the movie, the pet cemetery has this. Looks like a beaver dam behind it, and it glows blue all of a sudden, and there's haunting noises. And so Judd like get, they like climb over it, and he's like, "Watch your foot." You know, and of course he falls because it's a horror movie. And yeah. so he falls and he kind of rolls and nothing happens. And so they get up to this old, weird, weird flat top of a rock, almost like a plateau. And there's this weird design. And immediately I was like, oh, here we go. Time has happened. And so <laughs> I love this scene, by the way. So Judd hands, Judd hands, uh, what's, the, what's the dad's name? Gage? Lewis. No, Gage Lewis. the boy. Lewis. Lewis. He hands Lewis the, all the equipment. He's like, all right, you got to do this. He's like, the soil's soft. And like 12 I'm hours so pass. I'm going smoke. Yeah, he, he just goes over and smokes. And I mean, the sun's <laughs> not even close to setting. And then all of a sudden it changes and it's like dark. And he's just finishing digging like a foot like into the hey, soil. Hey, you saw that spark when he first hit yeah. it. I mean, that soil was it's, tough. It was very tough. Even he though was, he says it's thin. He liked it thin he lied to him yeah so big mac ground yeah (laughs) and so so yeah so that's when the movie kind of i remember telling the guys i was like guys i was like this is when the dam is broken i was like i know something's about to happen i was wrong though because it it took quite a bit longer (laughs) but uh but yeah so okay now wait was was, sorry i'm gonna jump around was this was this before was that after the dream or before the dream with pascal that was after the dream. He had oh, it was af- okay, it was after first. the dream. Okay, I, I couldn't remember what well, he buries first. the cat after the dream. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, speaking of the dream, by the way, 
like I, I said this in the last podcast when they the lady magically found a random you know Ouija board just tucked away in the building. Again, audience, if ever a ghost is like, come on a hike with me into the dark, that sounds like a terrible idea. Why in the world would you be like, yeah, cool, why not? Let's just yeah, but in this. your dream, you're like, okay, I'm not controlling. No, this. I'm not. No, <laughs> no, there's hell a, no. There's a really funny part in the book when he's dreaming. He's following Pascal through the house, and Pascal goes through the front door to outside, and he thinks he's in a dream, so he walks right <laughs> into the door. <laughs> and he's like, must not work like that. <laughs> well, that's the sense of he's not dreaming, right? Exactly. Kid? But yeah, but still, who follows a ghost? Okay. He wakes up with uh, dirt on his dirt feet. Dirt on his feet. Also, who doesn't wash you wake their up feet and you're before like, they get to bed? Oh, thank God. It was just a dream. And then you go down, you're like... I must have forgotten to shower yeah. before bed. Taking a trek in the mud. Because that was still a dream. Apparently. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so he begins going crazy at this point, too. Um, I saw jump to the, the big the big money shot where they're flying a kite out in yes. the middle of this big field, which I, you don't really see the field ever until they start flying the kite. So it, it's kind of weird. But they're flying the kite. Judd's eating lunch with them. By the way, Judd became like a really good friend of them, like really fast. Hey, he lived like 10 feet away. But still. They, the only neighbor. He and Lewis went through so many beers in the book. Oh, yeah. yeah. So many beers. Well, I know I was in Every night on the porch. And drinking beers. I'll say this. That's one of my favorite things to do with my pops. And if I ever have a neighbor that's an old man that invites me over to have a beer, damn it, I'm going over there. Yeah, have a beer right. with the old yeah, man. I believe you. I yeah. believe you. A few. Well, I know that uh, <laughs> the actor who played Lewis's, Lewis Creed, uh, Dale, Dale Midkiff. Terrible actor. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Dale. Absolutely horrible, Dale. Dale. I didn't mind him. There's times where he was a little over the top, but a little bit. I think he was just. I mean, it was the eighties, eighty nine. I'm kind of with Lambert, though. I don't think the acting was all that terrible. I don't think. I think at times it was a little cheesy. A little, but thunder's thunder's grabbing his heart because he agrees with me. It was was bad. (laughs) We're 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 divided on this one, guys. The little kid, and I know he was like in Full House, and he was in uh, Kindergarten Cop. He's in a lot of stuff, yeah. uh, Gage, but. uh, well done for a two year old. Oh, he did well. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of notes on him that I watched. Uh, he, they made, you know, they just, he's, he was three when it was filmed. And they, in that Hikers. documentary, they interview him and he's our age now or whatever. And he's talking about how it was like, he doesn't remember a lot of it because he was too young, but he's watching it and he still doesn't know. But they were talking about how like a lot of it was they made filming the movie like a game to him because they were like, we don't want to damage this kid. Yeah. Especially with the ending. That you know, is when crazy. Yeah. Kind of, that's great. So like, really one of the great to things that. too, we'll get to it again when Caleb gets to it, but I know like the makeup for him as a dead kid, in quotes. Yeah. I, mean, I just made quotations in the air. I we're <laughs> on a podcast. Uh, they couldn't, for all the other characters who had, you know, like Pascal had his skull missing and right. all that that makeup, they couldn't, they, you have to, they have to make a cast of their face. So it means you're in this rubber and, stuff for hours while it's setting and they couldn't do that to a three-year-old to get his hands and stuff like that they made sure he was sleeping they're like does he have a nap time they're talking <laughs> to the parents they're like what's his nap time they're like oh five o'clock they're like, all right bring him by five, five o'clock five o'clock you they don't have a kid i just pulled <laughs> yeah. i just pulled that out of the air he doesn't Sorry. have a kid by the way i have no kids on another note about makeup and how like they acted and everything is it safe to say kind of based off what i saw in the memory of them uh, explaining the other Person that got buried in the pet cemetery, and they sh- Sammy Bader man, yeah, Sammy yeah. Bader man. Is it go? Is it safe to say that it's pretty much a zombie story? Kind They're of. zombies, I, kind of. Yeah, I think it's zombie. very zombieish. I don't know. I I have my opinion on that. zombies. Kind of come out of we don't know where they. You know, you don't know why they're. They're rising back from the dead. This one is they're they're buried in a Indian burial ground. Right. That the, the ground is sour, but. So that's what makes them rise. They're pretty much zombies. But they're zombies. See, I don't, yeah. I didn't think they were zombies, actually. I thought it was more of a... I, I get more of a possession vibe from yeah. it. Because they zombies clearly have a motive. Well, you know, zombies yeah. don't have any I'll time. I'll say they're this. Dead. In, in, I know uh, it's silly, but Pet Cemetery 2. Um, <laughs> the uh, the family that bought the house, uh, the the dad was a, uh, a vet. And when they first um, buried the friend's dog, and the dog came back, and he was measuring the dog's heartbeat. The dog didn't have a heartbeat. So it's like so it's the walking dead. dead. Yeah. The zombie. Well, that's part two. I mean, yeah, there's a different director. They, no, the same director. Same director, different writer. That's what's, that's what's really? sad. You watch this one, you're like, it's great. Every, like, I read a thing on, on uh, I think it was Dread Central, 
and they were talking about Pet Cemetery, the, the first one. And they're like, you know, great direction by Mary Lambert. And in parentheses, it was like, let's just ignore the second one that she directed. <laughs> uh, who knows why? Mary Lambert, by the way, was before she did this, she made one other movie. I can't remember the name of it. It was, I don't know if it was very wide released or anything, but she did Like a Virgin and another Madonna song. That was like her only thing was she did music videos. And back in the 80s, you know, the music videos were so big. They were like, oh, you got a great style. We'll put you in this. And she was from the South. So cheers to Mary, being another, a fellow Southerner. Yeah. Uh, filming, a, filming a movie in Maine, you know, still made it very relatable for, for everyone. Wait, so Mary said ignore Pet Cemetery 2? No, no. No. Just, oh. just Dread Central, the article I was reading. People was with saying, good taste in movies. Oh. Just no. saying it's not a good movie is what they were saying. It's a good movie. Oh, let's <laughs> watch it. If you watch this with us, do yourself a favor. Watch Pet Cemetery too. <laughs> yes. Now. Well, we got off topic there. We're going to go yeah, back no, to look okay. at We were that's on Gage's makeup. He, uh, that's what I was saying. The makeup part on Gage, the reason he didn't look so dead. Yeah. Because they could not put that on a three-year-old kid. No, but we'll talk about what they but did. What a, put but on he, him in but a bit. what a good actor! I mean, yeah. a three-year-old kid. Yeah, like I talk about his outfit in a bit. By the way, we'll get <laughs> to that. The outfit was scary. <laughs> okay, so wait, don't jump the gun. All right, sorry, sorry. So we were talking about um, how we finally got to the point where you know the the cat has come back. And by the way, Kevin Lambert has two cats in his house, and uh, I'm pretty sure right, right, probably one of the one of like right as the the tension was building, Kevin's cat jumped up. Uh, and was behind me on the couch and have a shaved head and his tail just kept and it was like I had shields running down my back and right right as something scary happened it was just terrible timing uh, sorry Gandalf was in on it he was in on it so okay so I'm gonna jump to the the next big scene because not a lot happens between the cat coming back I mean you realize something's wrong the dog is even like Lewis basically understands he's like all right I think I, I brought my cat back yeah trying to just he's he basically did that well Judd told him about it. Yeah, Judd told him about it. But he basically did it so that he could keep his daughter happy because, like Judd said, he didn't think his daughter was ready to lose her favorite pet. Yeah, which, sure, I guess that makes sense. But, yeah, so, okay, so, again, Judd. I feel like Judd should have been Judd. Judd Judd takes the blame for this, by the way. I was proud (laughs) of Judd. He He owned owned it at one point. He did. Um, Price on his throne. (laughs) Whatever he said. (laughs) He did say that. Okay, so, so so eventually you get to the point, again, full spoilers if you... For some reason, haven't figured that out yet. So eventually, the little boy dies. Like I said, they're fly they're flying this kite out in the middle of nowhere, which is right next to their house somehow. Um, and the little girl, it's kind of the sister's fault. She starts throwing a little temper tantrum. She's like, "I want to fly the kite," and they they turn around and the kite gets away. She she sort she calls she calls him a numb shit. Numb shit. Look what you did, you numb shit. If I was a parent too, I'd I'd be distracted a little too. Like, oh my god, <laughs> where did you learn how to say that? Just, but they laugh. They're they just like, did oh, laugh. It's so Ellie, cute. When they swear. So cute. <laughs> so, so Ellie distracted them with her swearing, and of course, this guy driving around, this truck driver with this terrible <laughs> punk music that was on. What was it? Sharona? He's listening to the Ramones. Ramones. Oh, Ramones. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Sheen is a punk rocker. Thank you. He does, right. like in every other movie though. He's like off. He doesn't know all the words. He does not. Every time they have somebody in a oh, movie definitely. singing along while they're driving, they're like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was my way of getting around singing too on a podcast. I guess. <laughs> Mumbling. So, so yeah, so the guy's driving and of course Gage runs out to the middle of the road and he, he gets run over. I, I I won't lie, that was when I like I have a I have a son who's two and a half. And so so at that point I you know I had the feels. I was like, I was like, oh, I just looked at the guys and I was like, this movie's not scary, it's sad. Yeah, that got really sad. It was, it was really sad. And then they go to the funeral, and can we talk about the asshole Dude, father? The funeral scene. Man. Okay, the funeral so, scene is the one that made me the most uncomfortable. Maybe no, it not did. scared me. It was but not yeah, scary I was at all. Uncomfortable. So yeah, so again, if, if, if you haven't seen the movie, I don't know why you haven't yet. Um, but you, you just like the dad's grieving in front of the at the funeral, like he's in front of the casket grieving, and the asshole dad, the father in law. Yeah, yeah father in law. He just he's like you're a he's like you're a child, a killer of children. He says you're a killer of who calls someone killer that? of children and then punches him. Yeah, he punches him. <laughs> and then he kicked him when he was down. He kicked, he kicked him, him when he was down. down. I'm just I'm by and the then way, Lewis terrible guy. Back. Yeah, okay. So yeah, about to say I, I, my, I don't doubt my father in law. Well, Paul, if you ever listen to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> But if you ever punched me at my Fireball. son's funeral, I'd kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. there, there would not be any sympathy. I'd beat the crap out of you. Yeah, but then the okay, then the casket gets knocked over, and you get a glimpse of the little boy's body. And again, like I'm not scared at this point because it's a slow burn. But like my heart jumped. I was like, oh, was oh, like, yeah, you feel was, for the guy. It, it it's was, like imagine yeah. that at your kid's funeral. It was bad. Like so. not only did you get punched in front of. I mean, there's 
um, you know, how many people there? There's like 12 people there. That is kind of sad. There are only it's like 12 people funeral. at the funeral. Small town, small funeral. Small town. So, okay. So I'm going to jump again so we can get to the, the big stuff here because it, it kind of, you kind of start to see Lewis degrading uh, into, because he knows what's happened. Him and Judd have a heart to heart moment where Judd's like, hey, don't do it. Don't, because the because the little girl Ellie, uh, or Ellen, what is it? That's Ellie. Ellie. Yeah. Okay, yeah, she's like, Daddy, you know, if God really wants to change it, you know, He could take it back. And he, you can see, you can see, Lewis is like, Oh, but he can. And yeah. so, so him and Judd have a heart to heart moment, um, and then and then it happens, people. Right? It happens. This is this is when I knew I'd messed up. By the way, so so Judd goes in the middle of the day. By the way, it takes him like 19 hours to 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 dig the casket out. And Kevin Lambert pointed this out. A cop shows up at like one point in the middle of the night, and he shines his light out, and you can clearly see this giant hole in front. And there's a bag just randomly on top of this. Yeah, this, this cop grave marker. This cop did not want to work that. No, night. he didn't. I mean, there's clearly something going He's on. Like, He's like, all right, I got to do my graveyard round. Let me shine my light. <laughs> Well, that looks like a bag of tools and a lot of. <laughs> nah, I'm seeing things. I'm going to yeah. drive on. Things are good. Yeah, and so, okay, so again, this so this is the point where I really knew I if was. If only that cop had done trouble. his job, none of that would have happened. If Gail. only. So, so the dad, the dad. I love the police. The dad takes the, <laughs> the dad takes the casket out, and he he starts talking to Gage, and then the next thing you know, he's cradling his dead son, and he's like, "It's going to be okay, buddy." It's gonna, and I'm just ah. Yeah. Oh, I just, I lost yeah. it. I lost it. Cause he, I mean, he's just cradling his dead son body there. And he's like, it's going to be okay, buddy. I was like, oh man, in his face, you can tell he's crazy at this point. Yeah. It was not good. Can I chime in real quick? Go for it. Cause because we skipped over it, your reaction to Zelda. Oh, oh Zelda. I, yeah. I'm well, sorry. Yeah. Zelda was, yeah. comes up. Zelda, Zelda has a couple. No, she had a couple. Yeah. Well, no, no, the there's, first time. There's was, two was scenes first. of Zelda. Yeah. yeah Zelda. The scenes. first time we see her is the, the, the first time we see her is early. Yeah, about the sister talking about that. Yeah, so yeah, whenever that came up, Caleb, what was your okay? So Ryan built up Zelda for you. Okay, yeah. So if if you've listened to the the intro one, episode zero, when I was saying what scared me, Ryan was like, "Oh, Zelda," and I was, I mean, I play video games. That's all I thought of. Um, And so I've been waiting for this whole Zelda scene, and then, oh God, Zelda. And so so Zelda's her sister, who's got. Really bad scoliosis is what it looks like almost. The <laughs> spiral meningitis. Thank you, right? Yes. yes. Spiral? Spiral? Spiral. Spinal. Spinal. Spiral. Spiral. Downward spiral. Spiral meningitis. Spiral meningitis. Can I say this? Uh, yes. Uh, that, uh, say what you want at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, Zelda... Striking resemblance to Iggy Pop. <laughs> well, you Anybody? Know, you know that was that was played by a man. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. His name is Andrew. I can see that. Hubba, Hubba played Stick. by Iggy Pop. Sorry, Andrew. I know Andrew listens to our <laughs> podcast. He's going to listen to this one eventually. Um, but Mary Lambert, and she's talking about no it. relation. That's no relation mom. to me. Not my mom. Not my aunt. Not my sister or cousin. <laughs> but she said. They auditioned a lot of girls to play this role, and they had a couple of good actresses, but they were kind of just like, "No, it's not scary. It's not scary." So this we guy need Andrew, Iggy Pop. he was. They couldn't get Iggy Pop, so <laughs> the next the next best thing was this guy named Andrew Hubastank. Not his last name, but that's what it looks like. Uh, he was eighteen years old, good band, very skinny, good band, very skinny, uh, and he he nailed it. I mean, that's the part where. She's having the dream, which Caleb will get to. The yeah. Rachel, the wife, the is having part, kind yeah. of the dream, which sends her into where like, I got to go home. Something's wrong. Is where she's visiting. She's having a flashback or a you know vision she, of her sister. On, I thought she was on the plane when that happened. She was. She, she was, was on, on the a plane. Dream. Yeah, so she's already yeah, right. on the way back. She's having a dream. But when Zelda shoots up in bed, oh, what gosh. I was talking about earlier, oh. that was where I turned it off as a kid, and I never finished it until this past week yeah. watching it. That's that, what Zelda that. This that when was, I was a kid, freaked the hell out. Rachel, that was like yes, that. no, yeah. that was that was like I said. That's when I knew it messed up because all of a sudden, again, you because if you the first time you see her, creepy as hell, and he, she's dying. Yeah, she's dying. Yeah, the, the, oh god, that was that was really horrifying. <laughs> like I did not see that coming. And then the the mom, oh god, the mom's too. Like she's like, I wanted her to die. I was laughing. Yeah. Oh man, that lady's got problems. She <laughs> laughed because her some fucked up yeah, sister. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then when it there. showed her spiral, <laughs> her spiral looked disgusting. Yeah. So, so yeah, so, so this, <laughs> how do we do this? Spiral meningitis. <laughs> doctors, when it gets just so we know, doctors out there, doctor, if you're listening, you know Ryan has coined that already. 
Um, My wife's a nurse. She's going to slap me for this. (laughs) (laughs) Just for this. So, yeah. So, okay. So, progressing along through the stories. Like I said, the son has died. He's debating whether he's going to. He digs him up. He's cradling his dead son's body. Zelda freaking i still don't know why zelda kept popping up in this whole zelda's messing with the sister right basically yeah no yeah she's she's the yes the reoccurring nightmare there because she laughed because she died just want to make sure that's clear um okay so so then we get to the moment where i had to stand up and start pacing and yes there was a little pillow that said a lot of words on it that i tried to read because i was terrified that's Um, mine and my wife's song is that what it is Mm. it's beautiful our wedding song or our our song. It's it's beautiful. It's I clutched on, it I, to my heart. It's on a pillow. Then threw it on the ground. I did throw it on the ground. I got terrified, people. <laughs> um, okay, so so here's why I get terrified. So all of a sudden, you see the sun come back. Again, he kind of pokes his hand through the rocks, and the dad is passed out. Lewis is passed out in his own bed. And so the, you, you just see the door open. You see these little bitty feet walking. And you could tell they were real feet, which made it worse. Like, they weren't like little puppet feet, which is like, nope, they're a little boy. And so he picks up the dad's scalpel, because he's a doctor. Don't forget. Um... <laughs> Then he goes to the neighbor's house. I kept waiting for the scene. The scene I was waiting for the whole time. The one I said that I knew I was never going to be a, ter- a horror movie fan. Oh, gosh. So Judd's passed out after his one. I don't think I can say that, can I? After his beer. Oh, yeah. I said the other word earlier. That's okay. We'll bleep it out later. All right. So, yeah. So, um, thanks, Thunder. Um, so, yeah. So, so he's, Judd falls asleep. You hear the door, sh- the door shut and then the cat's there. And he walks in. By the way, why horror people? Why? Why is it when you walk into a horror. creepy house? Shut up. <laughs> why is it when you walk into a creepy house and you hear children giggling? Why is that a sign of, okay, let me go find out what's going on? <laughs> oh, you run away. You run away. I don't understand this. So, yeah, so little Gage is in there playing games and he's like throwing balls around and you hear little feet pitter patter everywhere. That was, oh, God. Throwing balls. And so, so he, he goes upstairs and he walks into the bedroom. I thought it was the couch at first. Like he walks in the living room and I was like, the guys heard me. I was like, oh, there's a couch. There's a couch. And so, so then he, you, you narrated the entire scene. I, I narrated the whole time. This is why I don't go see horror movies, people. I, I'll ruin it. So he w- makes his way up the stairs and he's like, I got a little gift for you, Gage. And he pulls a pocket knife out. I'm like, I would have found a shotgun. <laughs> my first thought, I was like, you know, this old guy's got a shotgun in his house. Why the hell did you not grab the shotgun? And so he's in the bed, and then it happened. Yep. And then it happened. He leans over. Oh, I could tell because he's wearing tiny slippers. Set, the church set up the distraction. The there. first thing is church, church, oh, church. church tripped him up and had him fall. Yeah. yeah. Damn. And then cat. you just see this little hand first come out. Oh, he sliced through his Achilles. I mean, again, with good, good, good makeup. Effects. Good horror movies. Yeah. It was. That was good. The old, it looked good. Always, the, what do you call it? The. Um, Almost said prosthetics. That's not it. Nope. But the the effects. Yeah. God, I'm blanking on the word. I don't know what you're going for. Shoot. CGI. No, the opposite of CGI. <laughs> no CGI <laughs> in '89. Oh. I'm just gonna for, say I forgot the word. That's okay. But it is a uh, real effects. There's a film word that you use that's better than real, but it's you know ma- it's not a computer. It's yeah. makeup and everything put together. Yeah. He saw through the Achilles though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, straight right. it, looked it wasn't just a cut; it was a practical song. effects. Excuse me, practical it's practical. Effects. And then across his mouth. Oh, that was terrifying. Yeah, and then he well bit done. his throat off. Yep, yeah, like, took a yeah, giant, yeah. Oh, That's gosh. zombies. Zombies. He's not a zombie. He there was too conscious. You're bringing up the zombie. Yeah, right, we can argue that in another Fucking podcast. Him. But uh, but yeah. So so yeah. He he killed. A practical Judd. effect is a special effect produced physically without <laughs> computer generated <laughs> imagery or other post production <laughs> techniques. Thank you, Google. Thank you, Wikipedia, yes. and thank you, Google. Thank you. Google well, led me to Wikipedia. I wrote we're looking for on Wikipedia. It's okay. <laughs> oh, it's, not, it's not correct. <laughs> but, All right, oh. we're about to the scene that I was talking about in the uh, in, in, in oh, introduction the of this. Episode. Oh yeah, we're when almost I, there. When I talked about, uh, we got to um, get through the other scene. Okay, yeah. Sorry, ahead, hang on. We'll get, sorry, Ryan. Okay, so before we get to Ryan's part, which we watched four times. Um, <laughs> so the, okay, so so then the mom comes home. By the way, past gal, past cow. No, that's a, that's a science term. Sorry, Ellie calls him past cal though. Yeah, she does. Yeah, because she's stupid. Um, so she's seeing things. So, so she, I'm sorry, but with my, I have a kid. If he starts telling me he's seeing dead people, we're talking. Um, I mean, I feel like that's a problem. So, yes. um, so the mom shows up. She, her car wrecks. They're, they're, again, they're against her. Whoever, the, whoever's bringing these people back is against her getting there. Uh, and so, and, and Pascal ends up getting her there, and with a random truck driver. And so she hears Zelda, her sister, again. She's like Rachel. And so, of course, what does she do? She goes towards the creepy, haunting, howling. 
and goes in and then she see okay so <laughs> i don't laugh too much in horror movies but the first time you see gage the first time she sees him if you've never seen it google a picture of it he somehow found a perfect like top hat that fit him and a perfect size cane i don't know where he found a cane that fit he didn't him find it was just, he was what? dressed like the picture of Zelda oh, that's in what her it, parents' yes. house. That's what it was. Thank you. Oh, You're right. Oh, I just made mind blown. Yeah, effect. we were making fun of pictures a lot. Oh. Yeah, he was dressed Those like a weird in the house. Yeah. Yeah. of Zelda in that's good parents' catch. house. Good catch. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, when she walks in the room, Zelda's there first, creepy Zelda. And she's all hunched over, and she's like, I'm going to twist your, your spine like mine was. And, and then all of a sudden, you hear Gage like, hey, Mommy, I got a gift for you. And yeah, he's got a freaking top hat and a cane on, which was weird. Which, by the way, the Zelda scene where she's hunched over and like, runs toward the yeah. camera and is saying you'll never sleep oh. again or whatever yeah. she has said so when she hops up in bed originally and she's like rachel that's where i stopped it that's as a it. kid yeah. i was like i'm not finishing this movie when i was re-watching it that scene came i paused it took a breather <laughs> push play kept going when that scene popped up of her again again oh my god uh, she's i was terrifying. sitting on that couch where thunder is sitting and I pulled a Caleb. I started pacing around this way. <laughs> yes, we call that pulling a Caleb. I still get scared with them too, Caleb. You should. They're scary. So, yeah, so, so of course, the mom, grief-strucken, and she's a bit crazy. She sees her little dead baby back to life holding a, a, a scapel, scapel. Dressed up as an scalpel. old Englishman. Spiral. Spiral. Damn, that spiral. But, but no, I don't understand. Again, I guess it's, I know it's a movie, but she, she just like hugs him and then all of a sudden you hear her scream. And of course, I mean, we know she's dead, but then we get to the best scene of the movie. So oh, yes. all of a sudden she screams next. It's morning. And Lewis wakes up out of his bed. You tell it, Ryan. You, you tell it the best. Lewis wakes up out of his bed, has like a little roll one side and then rolls to the other side. <laughs> and he falls off the bed and he hits his eyeball on the corner <laughs> of the fucking wooden table. <laughs> and it looks like an accident. Oh, yeah. it's the, scene, like, the scene looks like they set up towards like, all right, Lewis, you're going to, uh, or, or excuse me, excuse me, Dale, Dale. you're gonna roll around in bed because you've had a terrible you think it's a terrible nightmare and you roll around and i want you to roll and hit the floor and he's like i got it <laughs> roll and hit the floor forgets about that night stand, stand got him right because you can eyeball. see him he did not love it he grabs his back he grabs his shoulder and back he's, he's like oh but you know his head is killing him <laughs> you see it in his face He's see it in his face. Yeah. The way There's like a mark on his eye. eye. There's like yeah. a dark mark near his, his eye. His head bounces off it the did. corner yeah. of it. We've all been in those moments where that stuff happens, and you, your first thought is like, I've ruined myself. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised. I just like, broke my, on my the, eyes busted. On the documentary or whatever y'all watched, you know, behind the scenes, whatever, like, didn't. They left that out. There was no. That had to have been real. Had to have been accident. I believe it for sure. It was like watching Jackass, and they're like, that's exactly what I thought. You know, we rewound it like five times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we watched it probably four times in a row laughing. We We needed a good laugh after that. On from that. The scary gauge stuff. So that made made me, by the way, because at that point in the movie, I again had the pillow clutched against my heart, breathing hard, screaming a lot. Um, So that was fun for me. Um, So yeah, so then you get to sort of the the crescendo of the entire movie where the dad goes, which I, I thought it was weird, by the way. Way. the dad does has he just takes i mean i know he's a doctor but he just has he apparently has something at his house it's at the house right like he doesn't go i don't remember him going yeah, was, anywhere. He, he used morphine it was yeah why so why first off why did he have morphine just sitting i know he's a doctor but that's not i guess it was the 80s it was the different times any doctors listening let us know how much morphine you have on hand at your house. <laughs> Maybe don't. You'll probably get arrested. Because all doctors have that, right? Apparently so. So yeah, so he takes morphine. the 80s, Caleb. That's the 80s. Things were different Things then. were different back then. So, so first he injects the cat, and you watch the cat die, and that's just kind of sad, I guess. Not really. But yeah, so you watch the cat die. He's sad. He's yelling at it. He is yelling at the cat a lot. That steak you threw at the cat made me hungry. <laughs> he did throw a raw steak at it. Because for some, I guess raw steak draws cats in. He's a dead cat. He's a dead cat. So so then he goes zombie. into the house. Zombie. And he, zombie. zombie. <laughs> Possessed zombie, whatever he is. And so he goes into the house and he sees the house all distorted because he's crazy. And he makes his way upstairs. And then God, so freaking creepy. And so you just hear Gage kind of running around things and stuff. And then all, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, you see this. You see this body just drop out of the attic, and it's it's uh, not Zelda. It's Rachel. I was about to say Zelda. Yeah. No, it wasn't Rachel. Zelda. It was Rachel. Yeah, he, the freaking kid. First off, how did he haul her up the stairs? She has a heavy body. How did he fly down like a bat? Boy, from the yeah, attic? yeah, he, he did. He, he Superman, <laughs> Superman dove at the guy. He Superman punched him with a scalpel and then just bit him and 
stabbed oh, yeah, him took a, a chunk bunch. out of his chest and everything. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And the whole time I'm just shouting, throw the baby down the stairs. Because <laughs> that's all I could think to do. I was like, that's what I would do. The um, fun fact about that, the, the, movie, the, the movie magic thing, oh. he threw the real baby down the stairs. Yeah, that was it. a real baby. Three-year-old. <laughs> no, they, of the documentary, they talk about how, you know, her body is a cast. Obviously, yeah. it's not a real body, but it sure. weighed... 70 pounds something like that because they wanted it to be realistic for him like while he's carrying her yeah. after that scene. But but the baby diving was a like a you know a fake yeah. wooden baby that they kind of threw fast. <laughs> but they interviewed Dale, old good old Dale. Good old Dale. In his interview, he was like, you know, it was probably the silliest thing I've ever done in my career, but I knew that if I made it believable, they would make it work. <laughs> but he's like, he's talking about how he was had to act scared that this <laughs> This dummy baby is <laughs> flying towards him. It did. It flew really fast. Oh, it was it was awesome. It but, did. I mean, I was scared oh, like, no, when it, it happened. It, it made me jump. So I did not know that baby was gonna. Yeah. When she falls, you're like, oh, she's dead. She's hung. Yeah. And then he's up there laughing, and you're like, oh, oh that's yeah. a creepy kid. And then he dive bombs with the scalpel. <laughs> he did. And it was like scared me, but I was also like, good lord, look at yeah. that thing. And then okay, so so then we get to uh, here's my one real complaint about the movie. I I don't know. I just felt that. So in this, so at the, at the very end, he after he throws the kid across the room, which was fantastic. Um, the kid just gets back up and he picks the scalpel up and he pulls out his last syringe because he the first one got knocked away when the baby doll dive bombed him. Um, and so he's like, "Come here, Gage," and he's like motioning towards him, and Gage just kind of walks up to him, no no reaction. He just takes the syringe, just stabs him in the throat, and slowly slowly injects him and then again demon possessed zombie gauge just turns and walks away and he's like no fair yeah, no fair no fair yeah. but man <laughs> the the crying noise he makes when he does it oh yeah kind of got no, me yeah right. oh yeah and so I, I understood was, that but i don't know i guess i just feel like he went through all that trouble to put a top hat on and a cane he could have <laughs> could have at least gone out with a little more flair than no no fair he thought it'd be easy and to kill his dad, the actor know? who played gauge take that syringe and that was that impressive scene. oh yeah practical yeah. for real practical Did. effects and he took that fire right in the jugular <laughs> very well too yeah, I was very he lit him on fire what is it with people and no by the way no one seemed to care that that building was on fire just i feel like no the truck drove right by anything nothing man they got a not even to dead kids so it's been so long since i saw it i was like all right well done it's gonna burn the crime scene no nope, i'm gonna go <laughs> bury the wife oh yeah yes, the yeah. ending he, he he goes to bury the wife and then I mean, then I was like, he thinks oh, it's better way to cover time. up the crime yeah, scene because she'll be alive. I was just like work. hauled back at like hauled ass to Chicago. <laughs> to your in laws? <laughs> yeah. Look, they all died. I don't, I don't know. That was weird. No, <laughs> was like, no she was there. I'm, 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 you know, she's she's getting some stuff. You know, she's coming back. Uh, she's getting some clothes. She's packing up whatever. She's right. alive. Right, I'm gonna stop you right there. You should never try to kill anyone because you are terrible at this. Yeah, I don't plan on to. I I know you don't, but don't plan. The worst plan ever. Never do. She was. uh, She was there. So finish this up with the ending. What happened at the end? So at the end, again, the ending was. I mean, I won't lie. I kind of thought. I I thought the ending wasn't good. I didn't like it only because. I guess it was too obvious. It was too on the nose. You know, he carries his wife. Yeah, and he tells Pascal's ghost, who for some reason came back again. You know, uh, he's like, he's like, no, it'll work this time. She hasn't been dead very long. And so, he, of course, he buries her. He starts playing solitaire, which I thought was weird because I never saw. With tarot cards. With like, tarot, He put yeah. a jack of diamonds down, and then I didn't understand the rest of the cards. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, but, yeah, so he, he sits there, and he sets an alarm for midnight because I guess he knows now midnight's when they come back. I don't know he's how he knew that. He's done this once or twice. Yeah. So, well, twice. Yeah, you're right. This is the third time. Twice third time's exactly. a charm, right? Yes. So, yeah. So, sure enough, here she comes through the door and, oh, her face. Oh, that was gross. Back, she was missing like an eyeball. And, he and starts pus making, was coming out. He yeah. Starts and out they, of they her. start kissing like heavy oh, tongue. Weird. And that oh, yeah. pus is like drizzling down That's not into sexy. the. You know, he got some of that in his mouth. He sure. did. He tasted her. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> tasted her pus. <laughs> Eye soup. Oh, gross. That Rose just got us our explicit Rose tag. And see, <laughs> see, the ending of that movie, I read that the production, or Paramount, wanted a different ending really? than the book. Because the way the book ends, he is playing cards at the table. And she comes in and he hears her. and She puts her hand on his shoulder and says, darling. 
Oh. In a raspy, gravelly voice. That's how the book ends. Oh. You just know what's going to happen. Oh, that's cool. But, but they, that, wanted, okay. they wanted a more gory ending. But the movie, that was stupid. Because, I mean, she yeah. picks up a, I don't know. I, just, I like it. I like, I like the book ending better because it's just that, that very. That is cool. Yeah. That well, I cool. read they were showing that uh, after it was the movie was finished, the studio wanted a scarier ending. They said yeah. the ending was too tame and they wanted something, <clears throat> excuse me, that was going to shock you and leave you, you yes. know, scared. Like the jump scare at the end of the movies like we talked about last right. time, how that's a very popular thing to do. And it's especially can be in the eighties, they always ended, oh, yeah. ended with those last yeah. jump scares. That is I, don't true. Know. So I felt like that book ending would have been more of a book ending was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, looking at it now, everything it probably would have been much well, better. We but. can skip, uh, we can go and talk about maybe the remake will do something different. Yeah, let's get it. Before we move on to the okay. remake, I'll, I do want to ask you guys something about that movie since we've kind of covered the whole plot and we yes. did all enjoy it as much as sure. we could. I mean, it had some parts to it, sure. but uh, I am the one without the children. I have the cats. <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> but uh, I think the movie, while it's, you know, it's it was designed to be a horror movie. I know marketed as that, but I think it's there's a lot more to it than just being a horror movie from Stephen King's perspective and filmmakers. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys, as dads, as fathers, uh, Kevin's got three, Ryan's got two, Caleb's got one. So you've you've all been at it for a while. Was watching this, and Kevin read the book too, so he he can go on about that. He didn't sleep last night <laughs> after he finished it. Um, what was it like putting yourself in those shoes as as fathers? Like, could you understand what Louise was going through? Louise, Louise. I did that every time. <laughs> call Louise I did all the whole movie. Whole movie. He's like Louise. I have a friend, Louise. So that's but Is Louis. She nice. It's a he. Oh, it's a he. Louis. It's Louis in the movie. I thought you so meant your friend Louise. My friend Louise is a man. Really? Hmm? Okay. Sorry, Louise. But, sorry, Louise. Uh, listen to this. Louis. <laughs> so I finished the book last night. I had read the book before, probably 10 or 12 years ago. And I read it again this past two weeks and finished it last night. And it's a different animal. Like, I can totally see why Stephen King said this was the most disturbing book he ever wrote. Because you're dealing with real life stuff. In the book, whenever Gage gets hit by the truck... Lewis said, or it's written that Lewis felt like he grabbed the hem of his jacket and it slipped through his fingers and then Gage got hit. And uh, that, and then the whole scene with Gage at the end where Lewis has lost everything and now he has to kill this thing that yeah. is his son, but not really his son. And right. it, it wasn't like in the movie where he was like, oh, come on. I'm C. Gage. I got something for yeah. you. Gage was in the, I mean, he was two, so he's clumsy. He wasn't yeah. attacking him very well. And Lewis, Lewis flattened him and injected him. And then Gage started trying to attack him again. And as the medicine just went in, it, he kind of wore off and he fell over. Well, again, yeah. like uh. what got me in the movie, just kind of relating all that is when he, in the movie, when he's, Gets him in the neck with the syringe. The cry. The, way, the cry. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's that's a, a child's kid. cry. That's a child. Yeah. And it, it was very well done. Yeah. Like that yeah. kind of got me. Yeah. Well, that's why I was thinking about how, like, if I had a child, I mean, and that was what, if, you, if you're looking at that situation, like he even said in the movie, he's like, if he comes back, like, what, Tommy Bitterman, whoever, yeah. if he comes back like him, I'll just put him back to sleep. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was easy. That was yeah. his reasoning for doing it. But you put yourself in the shoes of like, well, what if my son comes back to life, kills people, and I have to be the one to put him down? Like, how hard is that as a dad to? Yeah. But yet he was in so much. Yet he was in so much grief that he don't want to do it. Dug him no. up and yeah. tried to resurrect him anyway. I don't know. I, I think we should change the subject. I think it just took a dark turn. <laughs> it did just take a little I'm dark not ready turn to go down that. Okay. Yeah. Thank, you, thank you, Stephen King, for. Introducing this disturbing story yeah. that is made available at children's book fairs across the oh, country. Yeah, yes, that's children's weird. Book children's book well, fairs. I, said, I just wanted to, the reason I asked that question. I know it was a little darker, and I know we're all we're trying to be funny this entire show, and but it is the the movie being in the eighties. It's cheesy. The acting is cheesy. Yes, but I think the story behind it is not so much that it's about you know 
dead things coming back to get you, or, or zombies, if you will, Ryan. Zombies. I think it's more, it's, you know, it's how you accept death and how one of the hardest things for a parent to accept is the death of their child. Because you would say, oh, there's no way I would do that ever. But when you're in that situation, what do you do? And I just find that to be, like, extremely effective. Yeah. Well, I agree. I'll say this. Talking about all the, you know, 80s and cheesiness and all that, uh, I still think it holds up. We've been literally talking for nearly an hour about this movie, which means... Pretty damn good. It, movie. it definitely holds yeah. up. Thirty years later, yeah. I enjoyed it. So, well, let's talk about the new one that's coming yeah, out. After, I'm right excited. After, we finished after it, watching, I'm excited. Yeah, we we yeah. watched the trailer. Uh, Ryan and Kevin and I we saw Halloween this past Thursday night. The new Halloween, which we'll get on that in much detail later on. We all loved it. Thunder saw it as well. He loved it. Caleb will see it eventually, yep. and he'll love it. Oh yeah, eventually. Um, but there was a trailer for it for Pet Cemetery, the new one's coming out in April, and I hadn't seen a trailer for it yet. You, you guys have watched it and told me about it, and I was like, I want to wait. And because a lot of times trailers ruin movies for me, so I don't watch a lot of trailers anymore until, unless it's something I really want to see. But I watched this original one you know, two or three times to prepare for this. So when I saw the trailer Thursday night before Halloween, it got me extremely excited yeah. to see that remake. Yeah. Um, I got excited just because I knew we were about to do this movie for the podcast, so I was just got double I mean, excited. Cast, like, Looks John, like it's gonna be really good. Yeah, John Lith- Lithgow. Yeah, Lithgow. Big fan yeah. of him. Glad yeah. he's the old man. Judd in it. is gonna be yeah. great. Not the grandpa. Caleb. And then what's with the no, creepy ass kids with the animal mask? I want to figure that out. So yeah. I want to see that. Yeah, like, that's why? Because like the only time in the original where they have kids is when the flashback with Rachel and Zelda, and yeah, she says she it. runs outside. Crying. She says she's. She's doing a, a voiceover of it, and she says, I ran outside screaming, my sister's dead. I think I was laughing, but the neighbors were all coming out and watching me. But in yeah. the movie, she's running down the stairs, and there's three little kids at the end of the, yeah, the just stairs. Just staring at her. You don't understand what's going on. So I'm wondering if that's the kids, but the trailer shows a lot of... And the woods. They do it perfectly to where the things that you can tell from the old movie, like the, the dirt on his feet yeah. and little things like that, the trucks coming, you can tell. Like, oh, they're gonna throw that in there. I wanted to mention this about the truck. Like, I thought it was funny in the original movie as we were just watching it. Every time the truck would go by, it would scare the mess out of Caleb. Yes, <laughs> yes. And yeah. then watching the trailer, it's even worse. Oh yeah, the very like, first wow. thing they show in the trailer is the truck. Is the truck and, and Caleb, Caleb like again. lost his shit. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it trucks so are scary people. Trucks are scary. So Loud nice. trucks. They'll get you every time. They will. But I think it's going to be great. Uh, yeah. Nope. I haven't read much on who's who's directing it and stuff, the people behind it. I don't know, um, but let me ask this question for you, Caleb. Nope. Now that you've watched the original movie and have seen the trailer for like the remake, is the remake something you would go on and watch on your own without... Now that you've already kind would of Would you seen and Jamie it? go see it together? If you could see my face right now, people, you'd see the stupid look I'm giving Ryan right now. No, I do not want to see it. Why? Why? <laughs> Why would I, I? I didn't enjoy any moment of what this I just did. This is what did. we're trying to do. We're trying to convert you. Yes. In, and you're failing. I guess. Yeah. Miserably. Whatever. Well, There's we'll just no. be seeing it with him. I'll be, I'm sure April. I'll see it eventually. So, yeah. Well, stay tuned, audience. There might be another podcast a year later might on the be. remake of Pet Cemetery. Yes. We'll, we'll call get, it part and we'll, two. And as a. Uh, <laughs> Dude, those Part sequels. Two, I thought you were going to ask Caleb. Now that you've seen the original and the trailer, will you watch the second one? I thought that's what you were going to ask him. We are going to remake this Ryan podcast wants- with the remake of Pet Cemetery. Ryan wants to watch Pet Cemetery too. So mm-hmm. bad. We're going to do a spinoff where Ryan watches sequels. That's Terrible the name of it. Sequels. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Ryan watching sequels. I'm down. So I'm down. We, know, we know you are. But yes, it was. I, I thought it was a great movie. Um, we are excited about the new one. It comes out April no, 2019, 19. and as more information is leaked on it, I know there's a lot of information out there right now. We just yeah. didn't look into it, but as more is out there, we will be announcing it on here. And I think that wraps up the show, episode yeah. two. I would like to give a quick disclaimer for everybody listening, um, just to throw it out there. We do not consider ourselves experts in the <laughs> horror genre. We're just... We're just fans. We're just fans. We enjoy talking about it. So any of our facts, we, we might get them wrong. Um, <laughs> but we we do our best to make sure they're correct and to cite our sources and things like that. But the main goal of this podcast is just to 
Laugh at me. Watch Caleb squirm and hug my pillow and walk around the living room. Wonderful pillow, pacing by the way. back and forth. Oh, yeah. The wonderful what? Great pillow. The pillow. Shut uh, up. I know I can't say the word pillow correctly. I hate all of you. <laughs> okay. All it's for fun. It's for fun. <laughs> a fun podcast. And with, speaking of, with that in mind, we do like to give a big thanks to everybody who listens. We had several friends come up to us and tell us they enjoyed listening to it. And it means a lot to us. We we're very excited. Yeah. Um, Hopefully it makes Caleb's torment worthwhile. Yeah, I hope that so. people are enjoying this. Please do. Uh, if you have any critiques, any good reviews, we'd love to hear it. We you can go on care. iTunes, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, our social media tags are Horror and Hops Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Twitter is Horror and Hops. Check us out on there. And we are on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Podbean. You can find all those links on our Facebook page. We really appreciate it. Speaking of links, we do have uh, Caleb Monroe. Uh, he does have some links of his own. He's a author in his own right. Published author. Uh, Arthur. Author. Arthur. He's got two books available on Amazon. A couple books that aren't available. Right. I've read a few of them. But his yeah. two big ones that he is starting this multiverse with. You can go on more with it more, Caleb, if you'd like to. But uh, I would recommend everybody checking out Caleb's books. Where can we find your books, Caleb? Uh, well, I, I can, I'll tell you what, if you, I'll post the link on our horror and hops page, but I've also got it on my, uh, Facebook account, but, uh, there's a bunch of places. I mean, they're on Amazon, but, uh, if you go through my, actually my publishing company, uh, it's the easiest way to find it, but I'll post a link. What's your publishing way. company? <clears throat> Sorry. I'm trying to talk through this stuff. Uh, it's progressive, uh, rising Phoenix press. Progressive rising Phoenix press. Yes. Look that up. Caleb is a published author. Arthur, God bless you. Hard word. Arthur. Hot blooded. Hot blooded. Hello. Arthur. Spiral meningitis. Spiral meningitis. We all each had our flub. Flubber. Fly shit. Yeah. But thank you all for listening, for downloading. Please subscribe, rate, and review. It's how the podcast grows. We appreciate all of it. And, you know. To support Caleb's torment, check out his books. He's a great writer, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to everything Thanks. he has to come. So, with a sign off, Kevin, Ryan, Caleb, and Thunder over there in the corner, thank y'all very much, and thank everybody for listening. We will see you next time. 